Hello guys, we're back uh, with another installment of the Music Journal and you, as you all know it's the most wonderful time of the year right now. Happy holidays. This is our Christmas-ish episode with me Alvin and Jones. Hey guys. Well, we are back with... <laughs> Never thought we'd made, make it this far. <laughs> Three episodes in, still as enthusiastic as the first one. Woo. Alright, so I suppose we could just, just, let's just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Alright? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so we can start off with um, Phineas's Another Year. So this is actually, this was a nice surprise. He's, he dropped this song. Um, out of nowhere, uh, I read on Instagram he said that he'd actually been work working on this song since a year back, but he actually just decided to release it this year instead, due to you know the circumstances. He said the world needed this now more than ever. Yeah, and, and I also really like that it, it hasn't really been that much of a gap uh, since his last single, where the poison is, which we reported on in our first episode so it's nice to see that he uploads music quite frequently mm -hmm. but i really enjoyed it and this was also this was a christmas themed song really it, it had this really nice relaxed uh factor to it like the whole piano mm -hmm. slow piano it was re really nice uh, it's a mm -hmm. song it it has it has you know the typical Phineas tone, although with that added Christmas touch, you know. Yeah, it was like a, you know roasting chestnuts at the fireplace, uh, just vibing. Mm. All right, mm. so moving on to uh, a project which we've been uh, foreshadowing for quite some time. Uh, it's mm -hmm. finally out, Shawn Mendes's Wonder album. And I must say, I was really, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I I I wrote some, made some notes. I really had lots of great like power songs, but also some pop tracks and some more slowly paced songs. I felt like it was a great mix with uh, the Bieber collab Monster, and mm. he also just a couple of days later released a. An, a deluxe version with a, another collab with his girlfriend Camila Cabello, the Christmas song, which we'll get to in a bit, in a moment. Mm -hmm. And some of my favorite songs were Wonder, Song for No One, Always Been You, Dream, and Teach Me How to Love. I was really blown away by this song for no one because it had such a shift in pace in the last couple of, uh, like the last half quarter of the song. Like in my notes, I just wrote like nice ukulele acoustic, and then all of a sudden, like mm -hmm. I was about to move on to the next song, and then boom! And I just wrote, "Whoa, that <laughs> shift, the high notes!" Like uh, you know, uh, Sean really went f up high with his uh, high notes in this song. Uh, it really blew my mind. Yes. And also, always been you. Also, had some really nice like boom, like big. Uh, yeah, Major I know. Moment. So I, I mean, "Always Been You" is my favorite track, honestly. 
dead like dead serious nothing else i love it absolutely i love the like down tempo kind of song yeah and the harmony harm, harmonization in dream you know which just keeps on escalating you know the dream 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 mm. so yeah really nice because it a really nice and co- consistent album mm-hmm. it it's like one of the best composed albums of his yeah I'd say that this may be his one of his best albums. It doesn't really feel mm. like that much of a pop album as of like a big power ballad album. Mm. It's very powerful. I, I would say I would say in general I feel like this album is like one of the examples of how I felt about like new music in general, and that's that artists don't really try to get their music to fit in one specific genre anymore like uh, song wise they 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 have like a big variation when it comes to like songs and different albums nowadays which i i'm i definitely enjoy yeah and overall i'd probably say that this may have may have been one of the uh, best album releases of the year one of the best mm. albums mm. and i really like he he really showcases his vocal range in this album. Mm. All right, so moving on, Jones, you want to take the next next okay, topic? Okay, yeah, sure. So the next song we're gonna talk about is "Oh Santa," which is made by Maria Carey and it features Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson. So, uh, Alvin, you've seen the music video, right? Yeah, I have. It's yeah, a lot. <laughs> it's- it is a lot, but I really like it. Um, I mean, what can you say? It's like a, it's like a perfect mix, honestly. Yeah, I'd it's say, a... I'd say, uh, like when it comes to Christmas song, it's quite mediocre. I, think, I must mm-hmm. say, my f- uh, favorite part of the song is when uh, Mariah and Ari, um, uh, uh, like harmonize, you know, at the end, like with a, uh, like uh, they perfect, mm-hmm. like harmonized together and i yeah because uh, these two are like the biggest vocal uh, high note divas of their each respective times so it's really yeah i think a lot of people have been wanting a mariah carey and oriana grande collab because mm-hmm. both of them are really good at hitting those high notes and it's nice yeah. to see mariah carey is finally back with another christmas with like a big christmas song because it's not like mm. she's made probably the most famous and overplayed Christmas song of all time. Mm. And yeah. I, I, uh, Jennifer Hudson was also quite alright. I feel like she may be a bit mm. uh, overshadowed by Ari when it comes. Yeah, exactly. To- I was just about to say that. I mean, like she. I mean, at least in the music video as well. I mean, she kind of feels left out, and I kind of feel bad for her, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the spotlight is mostly on Maria and Ari. Yeah, but overall, it's a really cool collab, collaboration. Mm. And moving on t- uh, to the aforementioned uh, collab, Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello released the Christmas song, like, pretty much just one day after the Wonder album came out. And it's a really mm. nice, beautiful uh, collab. It really, I feel like the music video really showcases that they're their relationship isn't just for uh, publicity and 
uh, fame. It's actually a real serious relationship between these two. And I feel mm. like it's it's a really nice song. And I feel like it confirmed that they are, in fact, really close together. Have you heard yeah. of the song? I have heard the song. It's... I love the, you know, the kind of, you know, this down-tempoed piano and, uh, you know, combined with the lyrics for each other. I mean, I definitely almost feel their their love together. And I absolutely agree with what you've said, that it definitely feels like they're trying to perceive that there's nothing, like, that people don't understand the relationship that that it's more to it than just for fame you know it's it's authentic exactly exactly and also uh i saw the trailer for uh, sean's uh, netflix i believe it was like a netflix uh, special uh, like a documentary about his uh, tour where Mm -hmm. he's about the wonder tour which he said that pretty much all of his songs were about uh, camilla camilla Mm, so, uh, definitely it's really sweet mm. and like some songs of like Shawn Mendes is if you like I mean you probably haven't even noticed that they are about Camilla and then like you go back and listen to him and then you just hear like it's like a it's like it just like up like it just drops in your head you're like oh you just suddenly realize what the songs are about yeah all right so mm. moving on Yeah, uh, I can take this next one, honestly. Yeah, so next song we're going to talk about is Are You Okay by Tate McRae. She's back. Yes, as you know, um, I believe it was last episode or the first episode. Yeah, first episode. We talked about Tate McRae and how we had her on our, our Awesome Artist segment. So she's back and... She dropped a single uh, a couple of days ago, uh, and that's this. And, well, I mean, I'm pretty much speechless. I'm blown away. I love the I love the song. I love the vocals and the lyrics to me. They're actually really creative. Yeah. Um, as I've said before, it's hard. I, I, I find I can hardly pick a bad uh, Tate McRae song because... She's really good at killing songs. Like she's amazing in both her vocal mm. performance and the music video was also really funny. The whole uh, that she just shifts, switches plate seats in the car, and uh, like mm. the camera goes for like a three sixty spin. I feel like mm-hmm. it's really nice, nice, nice. Well done, uh, Tate. Yeah, and you know, to me, I mean. It's kind of obvious that this is, you know, some kind of love song. And she asks if the guy, if she's okay, because he would rather see her cry and everything. And you can see them arguing in the video as well. Yeah. So I noticed that, you know, I mean, at least from my perspective, this song is, you know, Tate trying to heal herself from, you know, a previous relationship. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like she, uh, even though yeah, like she's kind of set the bar quite high with her EP and uh, the 
I also really enjoyed, you know, the uh, her previous single "Lie to Me" with Alligators. She set the bar high because those were all really amazing. But she keeps on delivering. It's amazing. There's so she has mm. so much potential. I, I, I like that she's finally making a huge, uh, like her big mm. breakthrough. Definitely. All right. And uh, the, yeah, the music videos also gained a lot of traction. Honestly, it's been. It's been like three days and it already has almost 1.2 million views. Yeah. Uh, and mm. moving on to a quite a surprise. I, I, we were not expecting this, but Taylor, mm -hmm. Taylor Swift released another surprise album, which is quite mm -hmm. a, kind of a bold move, but the, it, it's still so successful, like the execution. And it, mm -hmm. I believe she's described her Evermore, as it's titled, the album, as the mm -hmm. sister to Folklore, which is probably one of her best albums, in my opinion. And it was a, a huge commercial success when it released, mm -hmm. like in July, I believe. And this mm -hmm. album, uh, Evermore, was dropped so, like a couple of days prior to her birthday to give us a kind of a birthday surprise. Yeah, and I feel this album is almost uh, kind of. I mean, it it really uh, manages to top the uh, folklore, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I some songs I really feel like are almost better than the folklore songs. I really enjoyed the album. Yeah, I mean, there is so much to talk about, like. All yes. of this. We, I mean, like, first of all, like, out of completely nowhere, I mean, she drops a banger album like this. I mean, I have to say, you know, the songs on Evermore are good, but, you know, because I've had, like, what what is it now, six or seven months since Folklore came out? I've had six or seven months of me to grow from familiar to, you know, the Folklore era. So, you know, I really, like, gotten attached to, you know, all the songs from folklore and then this comes out i mean like for me it's hard to let those songs go from the beginning so i i mean and I basically must... what i'm i mean basically what i'm saying is like this album for me it's kind of hard to listen to because it's like i don't know it's it's hard on an emotional level yes i've seen but... a re couple of reaction videos where this album makes people tear up yeah and uh, i mean i mean these two albums they they dig really deep into both taylor's heart and your own heart i mean uh, yeah i i am speechless honestly it's, i believe i read like a comment where it compared folklore to evermore that folklore made us cry evermore really dragged us into the song the songs mm immersed yeah, us yeah and uh, also uh, both folklore and evermore are probably going to be some of the most overanalyzed musical uh overanalyzed albums of the decade because mm -hmm. there's so much depth and taylor songwriting is such amazing she really manages to capture emotions and feelings with her lyrics like they are they are amazing spot perfect Perfection. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's almost like you can hear, like, her 
her in her in innings like with these songs like there's a song uh, in here somewhere where she discusses you know uh, a previous friend of hers and how she, they like never talk anymore and that they can only see each other like on a screen now and i don't know that kind of hits close to home especially like now in times like these you know yeah. when we when we can't go out and stuff things are definitely not as normal you know she's been busy uh, during quarantine mm, definitely i mean I believe she said like how Evermore just came to be is that they just couldn't stop writing songs. It's it's that simple, yeah. you know? I do really feel like Taylor has kind of picked up on a new uh, sound of hers. Instead of Definitely, growing very... Yeah. Like, she has been such a diverse artist going all the way from pop to... Uh, I mean, country to pop to ballads mm. and you have the whole weird weirdness that is a uh, reputation it was quite odd mm -hmm. and now you have yeah. this like indie alternative music which really is really beautiful lots of piano and acoustic instruments like it's amazing and like definitely uh, and the emphasis is on the lyrics mm. i mean like uh, the thing with folklore and evermore sound wise i would say it doesn't really doesn't really sound like country to me but I mean, like she gives it this country vibe. She's like mixed all of her different genres genres together in some way, and then given it this sound that's just uh, satisfying, you know? Yeah. I don't really know how to describe it, but it's like I love it, and I hope she continues with this sound, honestly. Yeah. But I. I wouldn't uh, mind. I still hope she, yeah, I still hope she, you know, does tip her toes uh, into pop again sometime, honestly. But, you know, with this album, I mean, yeah, I love it, honestly. Yeah, and some of my favorite songs in particular, I have a top five. Number five mm -hmm. is Evermore. I, it's the second mm -hmm. Bon Iver collab. He also had a mm -hmm. collaboration during the, on the Folklore album. It was really nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Uh, way to tie up to wrap up the album number four is gold rush i like this song because it was a bit more upbeat probably one of the most upbeat songs on the album and then number three is champagne problems i really enjoy i enjoy this song it was amazing and number two no body no crime i uh, this song had me kind of gasp sometimes at the lyrics it's so qu quite savage and uh, the f and the uh, and haim is also on the song so it's really nice, and number one is obviously Willow. It was the first mm -hmm. song I heard on the album. It's the first, and I watched and saw the music video, which will probably come to uh, later. Uh, but yeah, it's amazing, uh, and I feel like it also, like uh, Taylor's voice on Willow is just amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, I'd say that. Um, long story short, Ivy and yeah, Champagne Problems are one of my favorite tracks. Is on this album they like they are like probably the most emotional tracks i've heard yeah all right I'd say, yeah are you ready to move on yeah definitely all right uh right so next up we have kid cuddy's new album man on the moon 3. now this uh was a nice drop honestly um 
I haven't heard much from Kid Cudi himself, but um, I don't really know what to say about this one. Uh, it's like every song on this album is like a banger. Now, Alvin, I'm presuming you haven't heard this. No. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty much like this. Um, it's a mix of like rap and up-tempo like i don't really know what to say honestly but uh, i'd say that you know without going into it too deep um this album's really good and um you should go listen to it honestly all right yes well moving on to our next segment is awesome artists and first off uh, first off is a group which i d- discovered about a week ago and I've been constantly playing their songs ever since I've been home, right? I've been home for the week, uh, the whole week in quarantine. And I've been just blasting their songs nonstop. I, I'm absolutely in love with them. Uh, so the uh, this group is called, they're, they're called the Aces. They're, uh, it's quite unique. They're a full, full out uh, girl band with all only girl members playing all the instruments and singing. I feel like these types of gr- uh, groups, uh, bands, are really rare. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, the only other uh, girl bands that come to mind are, like, the Bangles from the 80s and Haim, obviously. So it's really nice to see some new additions to this uh, demographic. Definitely. So uh, mm. they're a friend group from Utah. Uh, it consists of the sisters Crystal and Alisa Ramirez, uh, McKenna Petty on the bass, Katie Henderson on the guitar, and she's amazing at playing the guitar. And uh, Crystal is the main vocalist. So they've uh, dropped uh, two albums, uh, When My Heart Felt Volcanic in 2018 and uh, Under My Influence in 2020. And they also dropped an EP, I believe. And what's awesome is they make some of their... They uh, dub some of their songs in Spanish, because I believe... I believe uh, Crystal and Elisa have some, maybe like Mexican or like Central American uh, roots. And mm-hmm. uh, in an interview, they stated that they really like Claro's music. So that's, that's kind of what sealed mm-hmm. the deal for me. And I, mm-hmm. I, I've i tried to narrow down my favorite songs because I've been listening to a lot of them. But some of my favorites are Stuck, which was the first song I heard of them. And it's amazing. Uh it really got me stuck on them. <laughs> and also Daydream. But And here's my favorite song. I've shifted from Stuck being my favorite to this one called Love in His Bible. Uh, and it has such amazing, an amazing chorus and amazing uh, guitar riff. And other songs I really enjoy are Physical, Volcanic Love. And last one. Last one has an amazing music video. Alisa likes to... Uh, has directed a couple of their music videos and they're really good but last one is probably my favorite music video of theirs so yeah i've been mm. really obsessing with this group lately mm-hmm. definitely and um i've actually gone back and listened to a couple of songs myself from them and um if i'd have to narrow it down to a couple of songs i'd have to say daydream is a really good song kelly i also really enjoyed it's Kelly is probably my favorite track on, on uh, their uh, their their like news drop. 
Yeah. Uh, mm. So please make sure to go check out the Aces because they are fantastic. They're phenomenal, and I really like uh, that they're actually uh, like they're just a friend group that went from playing having a band in high school to uh, uh, pursuing their dreams and actually becoming a, a, a successful uh, band. All right. Mm. So Jones would like yeah. to mention, uh, take the next artist. Exactly. All right. So uh, next artist that I want to bring up is Audrey Mika. Now, Audrey Mika uh, is an artist that grew up in Oakland, California. She actually, funnily enough, uh, used to com competitively dance for 14 years. And she's like been quite new to the, the, to the music scene. But she started gaining traction on like YouTube by singing covers of like Billie Eilish songs and stuff uh, in a toy microphone, funnily enough. And that really like gained her an audience, like me, myself included. Um, music wise, she's dropped an EP called 5am. She's been featured on remixes with Tate McRae, first of all. Um, and she's released two studio albums that's titled Are We There Yet and Level Up. And uh, I actually got recognized by her on Instagram, which is, well, yeah, that's pretty fun, honestly. Awesome. Um, yeah. Um, I just told her I loved her music, and then she said, uh, I love you back. And then uh, she sent like a link to her... Uh, like private group with her fans Whoa. and then she said yeah so you're i mean you're one yes. of the elites now yes i am so yeah i mean favorite songs from her i really like boys ain't shit first of all because it's it has you know the tate mcrae feature although it isn't her song it's it's a nice feature and then why you gotta be like that that's also another nice song i remember hearing it when it came out and then a couple of months later it became tiktok famous so i mean i don't really know what i don't really know what to say about that because i i don't really like tiktok no nah. but i mean it's a it's a it's a nice place for you know artists to gain you know some yes some and, traction. and also uh, by the way si si quick side note about tiktok mm -hmm. uh, they all uh, they, uh, a couple of weeks uh, months ago uh, they uh, uh, fleetwood max old song from the 70s dreams just charted on the billboard just thanks to some <laughs> some people uh you shoot uh, playing it on uh, tiktok so tiktok is a great way to hide uh, to make highlight music and yep, educate the definitely. new gen new generations, so mm. that's the only good thing about TikTok. Yeah, All right, so I mean, it's definitely a nice place for you know artists to you know actually to have you know some light shed on an artist. I mean, like Audrey included. I mean, she saw like big numbers increase on you know her song. Why you gotta be like that? I love that song, honestly. Just Friends is also a nice song. I like the kind of, uh, I like the elements she's like put in uh, and um, how it's like, I mean, how she talks about being just friends uh, isn't going to cut what she wants, you know. Yellow Hearts and Fake Heartbreak are 
other couple good songs from her. But I mean, these are just some prime examples yeah. of uh, her discography. And I would recommend to any of the listeners to go listen to her in depth and then, you know, just really like sink in into her music because I, I really like, I really like love all her songs pretty much. I have a feeling that, you know, she's gonna, she's gonna hit, hit it big soon fingers crossed and also uh, by mm-hmm. the way uh, boy, i've also heard boys ain't shit uh i heard it's some mm. i i listened to it because tate was on it i would i wasn't mm-hmm. aware of other at the time and the mm-hmm. third person who who really made the song is say grace which is kind of funny because mm. i've known uh, that artist say grace from australia she's from australia i've known about her music since she made a cover and collab with GEC on the Suicide Squad uh, soundtrack back in 2016. She made an amazing cover of Leslie Gore's You Don't Own Me, and I've been loving that song. And then she switched her name from Just Grace to Say Grace. So she's also mm. fantastic, a great vocalist. That was a great mm, collab, definitely. Boys Ain't Shit. Yeah, I'd have to say what all these what all these artists in common have is that they have amazing pipes. They are yeah, they are really great, you know, at singing. They don't need auto tune. Yeah, you know what the one shame is gonna be though. What is that? When all these artists hit it big, is that they're no longer gonna be our little secret, you know? I see that 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 comment a lot on Tate McRae's recent uh, videos. Yeah, I mean it hurts, you know, yeah. but I think that's because fans, I mean, including myself, sometimes like to gatekeep artists, you know. But sometimes you just gotta let gotta let them, you know, let hit them, it big. Let them fly away. Yeah, but in this case, I mean, I'd like to see them, you know, go big, and at least yeah. you yourself know that you've been there since the start, you know. Yeah, that that is a, ni- a really nice, you know, like I've seen that meme, like I raised that boy or something. That meme. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, th- this is next up is. One of the, uh, the first time ever on this show, we're gonna have a. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's our guest star. Uh, you may know him from such a smash hits as "I'm Too Good." Uh, <laughs> please, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Bob into the Sobin or the Robin, the CEO of Bobbin Works. Thank you, thank you. Welcome to our show. Uh, thank you. I'm very honored. Yes. So, uh, how's your how, how's the fame been? Oh, it's been oh, it's been so good. I'm living, of course. <laughs> so, I'd have to say it's an honor to meet you, Bobbin. Oh, and it's an honor to meet you too, Jonas. I can't believe I can meet the father of for, what what's 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 the kid name? Papa Jones? No, no wait, no, Stone, no, Stone. Stone. <laughs> Yeah, Stone. Yeah, <laughs> Papa Stone. <laughs> yeah. So as you know, uh, uh, Robin and we, uh, uh, Robin was also uh, had a big role in uh, in Dick Smith Face of Danger, and yeah, uh, uh, I've also been helping to write a couple of songs for Bob and Robin. So that's been really mm. fun, like r- shooting the music video for for I'm Too Good. It's been awesome. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot you were in. You were yeah. In. So uh, yeah, uh, 
and uh, and bobbing because it is uh, tis the time of tis the season to be jolly. Uh, we uh, we're gonna discuss a new segment on the show, the playlist creator, and this time oh, okay. and for this time of the year, we're gonna uh, present to you some of our favorite Christmas songs. Mm, okay, okay. Alright, so I'm gonna start with some of my favorites. Uh, one of, uh, Do You Hear What I Hear by Bing Crosby. It's really, it's a really nice, it's quite uh, uh, calm and it keeps on like escalating with time in the song and uh, I'm pretty sure I started to like the song due to the Shazam movie. If you remember, it was a part of the opening scene. Oh, yeah, and yeah, another one of my all-time favorites is Stick the Halls with Nat King Cole. Well, not, it doesn't specifically have to be Nat King Cole. I really enjoy the uh, Carol Deck the Halls. Because I, 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 uh, I had to perform that song like way back uh, on like a school, uh, uh, in school way back. And another one of my favorites is 12 Days of Christmas. Uh, I just like it because, I mean, I've been listening to it a lot, and I have some nice nostalgia to it. Another one I've been, I've also been uh, loving is Fairy Tale New York. You know, uh, it has kind of an Irish sound to it, if you will. Like, I believe there are like some almost accordions, and yeah, it's a really nice song as well. But I must say, uh, probably one of my favorites is. Uh, Do they know it's Christmas time by Band Aid? Uh, I remember, I recall one Christmas hearing that song on the radio. I feel like, wow, it's Christmas. And ever since mm. then, I've been really like enjoying it. And uh, the uh, the instrumental part in the middle, uh, like in the middle of the song, is amazing. You know. And and it was also was also made uh, because uh, for a good cause. Uh, I believe. Uh, do you know it's Christmas time is tied to uh, the whole Band-Aid group is actually a a, a, a group of uh, famous musicians, artists like Bono from U2 and George Michael. They, uh, and they uh, recorded this track to help raise money for some uh, country in Africa, I believe. So that, I mean, it was a really nice cause as well. And another song I've really enjoyed is uh, listening to his Christmas Rapping by the Waitresses. It's a slightly less known Christmas uh, song, but it's, it really uh, make, gets you in the festive spirit. And last but mm. not least is John Lennon's Happy Christmas or War is Over. Uh, it's just really nostalgic and the whole choir part is also fantastic. It really makes you feel like it's Christmas. Mm. Alright, so, uh, Jones? Yeah, so, for my picks, um, I've uh, included a couple of songs here. I mean, I can start with um, Winter Wonderland by Dolly Parton. I mean, this song, it, it kind of sounds like to me like some 1760s-ish, like, you know, melodic uh, Christmas song mixed in with, you know, some amazing vo- vocals for, from Dolly. And, uh, I mean, I remember hearing this song on the radio, like, a couple of years ago, and um, 
I mean, it hit, it hit it hits close to home, especially when you like sit inside out and look outside of a window and you see there's like snow. Uh, I mean, it's a nice song. Yeah. Next song is "It May Be Winter Outside" uh, by S Connection, and uh, this song kind of switches the tempo, but I mean, it's mm. still there in the vibe, you know. Um, so this like has like you kind of feel like more of the like electronic sounds into it. Uh, I'd say that's mostly due to the bass, but you have some you have some nice vocals here in here. And uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just love when she goes like, "It may be winter outside." Mm. Yeah, it's very nice. Next song is um, not just uh, not just on Christmas by Ariana Grande. Now, this song uh, you may have actually heard a couple of times, but I mean, I would say that this song is kind of uh, kind of forgotten honestly i mean I'm... and that's a shame because uh, i did say that this is a really nice song from her this is from uh, one of her one drop she had like way back when in 2015 wow. i believe um and i mean that's like this is like a part of ariana's career that i mean I don't even think the Arianators um, really like know about or have heard, you know. But this, I mean, this song of hers uh, is amazing. And I, and I mean, just a quick side note too. I would say that you should go and listen listen to Christmas and Chill, which is like this uh, EP um, of all Christmas songs by Ariana Grande. Next song that I've picked is Merry Christmas Everybody by Slade and um I believe you uh, I believe you touched lightly on this one Alvin. Uh well uh, I I'm aware of the song and the band Slade mm -hmm. they make some really amazing music. I've heard mm -hmm. it and it's also a very nostalgic song. It's exactly. like one of those uh, core Christmas uh, songs. Exactly, but this one takes like Christmas song to a different level, you know, because it sounds like you know they're mixing rock with like the Christmas genre, if if we can say that, you know. But it definitely still comes off as a Christmas song. But this is like, it's a nice song for people who are more into rock than you know pop or whatever you'd like to say, but. Definitely, this is a classic, and that's why I put it on here, and that's why, you know, it deserves to be here, you know? Yeah. Next song is Sant is Coming For Us by Sia. Now this, um, well, what do you say? I mean, uh, I mean, this is like another one of those songs that, you know, you might have heard, but you haven't really thought that this is Sia singing. But, I mean... Me personally, I love this song. Um, I love the like. I mean, it's a, it's like a nice and cheerful Christmas song. This is one of those songs where like I would just like to sit in a, sit in a, in like a rock back chair and drink some warm chocolate and really feel the Christmas spirit. And I mean, I'd say that this song yeah. really like makes you 
happy that you have the ability to do that. And that was also an, an, an entire... It was also part of an entire a Christmas album by Sia, mm. right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was. Um, next song I have is A Nothing Like Christmas Christmas by Jill Johnson. Now this um, brings more of like... Um, how do you say it it mixes it this one goes a little bit deeper into like the jazz form so this one feels more at home um at like the christmas genre type of music uh than the other songs uh that i've talked about but uh generally i'd say that you know everything from the saxophones and everything um this song, melodic-wise, is it's a nice listen, uh, and I mean it's Jill Johnson, you know, so yeah. definitely. Next song is "What Christmas Means to Me," featuring Stevie Wonder by John Legend, and this is from his um, uh, from last year's Christmas album that he dropped, um, titled "A Legendary Christmas." Uh-huh. Uh, Nice play on words there. <laughs> but um um I love the I love the jingle bells and um the piano and Stevie Stevie's uh, vocals mix perfectly with uh, with the piano and they have you know the choir as well. Oh. Uh, so all together this song it definitely like makes me feel at home. I love this song to my core, definitely. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's move on to the next song, which is Please Come Home for Christmas by Kelly Clarkson. Now, this is from her Wrapped in Red album. This is like, um, you know, her Christmas album, you know, uh, from seven years back, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, this one goes a little bit more down tempo but uh, it's still you know a nice positive song you know it's you know it's yeah it's it's like the song titles that it's about someone that kelly wants to come home for christmas um but generally just going over this one a little quickly um just a huge from kelly clarkson nice vocals high tones it really like it gives you chills. Right. Definitely, I love it. Next song up, we have "Christmas Lights" by Coldplay. Now this song, it it like it hits you deep inside your heart. This is like typical typical like Coldplay sound to me, but with just with just some Christmas sprinkled in there. So, you know, you have Chris Martin's excellent vocals and you have the rest of the band playing, you know, the instruments in like such an emotional way that, you know, I don't know. This song kind of makes you feel like um, a kid on Christmas and the the like small piano solo that's in like the in between the beginning of the song. I mean, it's... Uh, it like hits you deep in the feels. Um, yeah, I would I would have wanted to grow up with this song. Definitely, it's nice. So the next song we have is "Christmas Blues" by Sabrina Claudio, featuring The Weeknd. 
Now this song, um, I believe I would you mentioned. Say... I believe you mentioned it last time. Yeah, I did uh, mention this uh, album in um, in last time's episode, uh, and uh, well, I mean, I decided to put it here because. <sighs> Oh boy, this is like a roller coaster when it comes to like songs. I mean, it really gets you like in the in the feels, honestly. Um, so it's like slow tempo, but it like as the intro passes, it like fades into this R and B type of sound, um, and Sabrina really. Uh, expresses it well how you know this is a christmas song i guess and um when the weekend comes in somewhere like in the second verse i mean it hits hard these two vocals are like they mix surprisingly well honestly i'd love to see more collabs between these two people and i would probably even go as far as to say that this could be like a future classic honestly and if not this song definitely some song from the uh from the christmas blues album from sabrina claudio so definitely go listen to the album but you know also listen to the playlist of course yeah i hope we can bring you some uh merriment in your holidays yes (laughs) all right uh, bobin do you have any christmas songs you like to listen to well, I got two, actually. <laughs> you guys have, like, three or something. Same. <laughs> <laughs> my, one of my favorite Christmas songs is uh, All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. I just think it's a, it's a very classic uh, Christmas song that gets you in the festive spirits. Yeah. I mean, even nowadays, it gets... Uh, Publicity, because like in the UK, it's, it's number one, I think, in Christmas, Christmas charts or something. Yeah, it's a short really popper. Sure. So that's one of my favorites. Mm. And my second one would be Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Michael But. Uh, Michael Bublé? Bublé? Yeah, Bublé. I don't know how you say it. <laughs> Bublé. Bubble. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, it's I think it's Michael Bublé. Yeah, but uh, I his name is uh, his name amazing. is actually quite funny. Yeah, yeah. That's... I just think I just think that song is a, a very good classic. Yeah, I mean there have been so many renditions of that song. You have uh, yeah. My, yeah. Um, I have the Jackson Five made made a version. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, like Justin Bieber too and stuff. Yeah, but his... and oh no, yo, you you talk. You talk. But it's Mistletoe's uh, song isn't as good. Oh yeah, true, true. Mm. But I, I, I personally like the song because uh, I listened to it a lot as a kid, kid, and like in uh, called in middle school, middle school we had music class and classes, and we usually listened to Santa Claus coming to town. Yeah, we. So did. count as an emotional t- uh, grip or something. And I also recall, uh, I know one of your favorite YouTubers, Skydus Minecraft, made a parody of it as well. He did? Oh yeah, he did! Santa Claus is running this town, I believe it was called. 
Oh yeah, 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 he did. <laughs> so yeah, lots of uh, nostalgia to that song. Can I can I just say, uh, <laughs> I think this is quite funny, honestly. Um, you and me, Alvin, we made it through the entire playlist without adding "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Yeah, I was and like, <laughs> and that's, that's like you know, <laughs> that's like you know, it's one of those songs like I I I hundred percent tried to avoid it. You know, I didn't want to be the one to add it. Likewise, but, I mean, yeah, I was like, it's a classic, but. I'm kind of scared to what will happen if I just put it here, you know? So I just didn't add it at all. But, like, I mean, I love All I Want for Christmas is You. I love the memes about it as well. You know how, like, Maria Carey just becomes rich on Christmas. <laughs> it, wouldn't be a, it, wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be Christmas without it. Exactly. It, I mean, I don't, I don't think... I can probably go up to anyone outside um when corona is over and just ask them to sing along to all i want for christmas is you and everyone would be able to so we're gonna switch segments to music video theater um so uh first song we'd like to talk about is it's not christmas till somebody cries by carly carly j jepson i always mess up when i say her name yeah i mean yeah it's quite complicated uh, exactly this is such a fun uh, song and a fun music mm-hmm. video. Like, uh, it's about like everyone being <laughs> uh, like arguing yeah. and fighting and all the Christmas tragedies. Everything goes wrong and everyone cries. Like, exactly. It's it's like in this song she she tried the she tried to do the exact opposite of what every Christmas song tries to do. Yeah. Instead of being happy and cheerful, she's just we have someone has to cry in order to officially be christmas exactly but i mean i mean i think you know it 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 might hit home for a lot of people i mean like christmas isn't all you know bells and whistles you know i mean you pretty much can never have a like perfect christmas there's always something that's gonna go wrong or something like that you know yeah uh, but yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the last of the Christmas, uh, cr- Christmas songs, uh, new, newly released Christmas songs for this episode. But mm-hmm. moving on to another uh, uh, music video that has taken the world by storm, especially TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah. g- a girl like me uh, f- uh, with black eyed piece featuring Shakira. And oh my god, I've, this song has been stuck in my head. Uh, yeah. The whole uh, uh, the whole high note part is really just an airworm. Yeah, the ah, you looking for? Uh, I love this song to death. I don't think I can, I don't think I can begin to describe how much I love this song. Um, and I love the vocals as well, you know. And in the music video, the music video is perfectly choreographed. Um, I love Shakira's dance that she does, which yeah. is, you know, the one dance that also has been, has made it big on TikTok. Oh yeah, definitely. It's been, it started mm. a dance craze. Definitely. And, and it's awesome and... how, uh, Shakira still looks fresh despite being in her forties. 
Yes, I'm telling you, it's the Latina genes. <laughs> just, just, just you wait, you guys. <laughs> just you wait. I'm gonna look fabulous when I'm 60. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say this um, out of nowhere. I mean, this is a perfect segment to drop this bombshell. But um, ever since I was little. I've had a celebrity crush on Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> so this song for me, um, but yes, it's very, it's very relatable. It's all you need. Yes, and I, funny enough, I also kind of understood the Spanish parts as well because it's quite simple Spanish. But yeah, yeah, exactly. It's such a bop, and mm. I. I it's fun. It's quite awesome to say that Black Eyed Peas are still going at it strong despite Fergie leaving the group. Mm. It's just the three guys now, but they're still they're yeah. still. I uh, they dropped a uh, girl like me was released on their newest album that came out earlier this year, which features mm. a lot of uh, Spanish songs. Mm. Yeah. And I'd also just like to go out on a limp here that this song just pretty much proves that, you know, Black Eyed Peas and Shakira, like, they can't die. I mean, like, they're here to stay. They've written their pieces of history, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of people knew them from, like, back, way back when, like, um, in the early 2010s or the early 2000s. They were, they were, this... they were active in the late 90s, even. Yeah, exactly. But this song is like kind of, you know, it kind of goes back to, you know, those like early noughties, you know, with yeah. like these crazy, crazy visual elements like the cars flying and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, you know, uh, uh, the whole, uh, you know, those black fi- <laughs> uh, CGI things that keeps on bopping to their rhythm, to the beat. Mm. That, that thing, uh, they also use that in their bo- old. Uh, boom, po- boom, boom, pow music video. So that's like they're still yeah. uh, retaining the essence of Black Eyed Peas. Exactly. I love this song. I love this song so much. I can't even begin to describe it. I mean, I love that people are doing all the dances and everything. I mean, me personally, I've been seeing the dances on Shakira's story and everything. And um, uh, I mean, <laughs> I'd like to say everyone that's talented enough to do that dance, I definitely 100% cannot do the dance. But, I mean, it's just so awesome to see how they have an effect on so many people and how everyone is just like, you know, dance their asses off. Yeah. All right, so moving on uh, to uh, Willow, uh, the music video of Taylor Swift's Willow. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it really reminds me of the cardigan music video with the whole uh, thread, mm-hmm. like magical glowing thread. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I actually, I actually think it picks is it picks itself up from the cardigan, um, from the cardigan music video, yeah. which I think ties more into you know Taylor saying that Evermore is Folklore's sister album. You know, they have a connection to each other. I, I mean. To the to me, this song definitely makes me feel like Evermore is like an extension of folklore, yes. and the music video definitely reflects on that as well. It has some really How nice she... visuals as well. Mm-hmm. 
but she like it it almost to me feels like she's traveling through time in this song yeah all right do you have anything else to add jones um no but i can go ahead and introduce the next segment all right so let's switch segments to this just in so um I don't see I don't see why we why we don't jump in. So let's go ahead and start by talking about Billie Eilish and her fourth Vanity Fair interview. Whoa. Now, if you if if yes, if you're familiar with Billie Eilish, like we are, we love her to death. Um, she has this tradition where she goes on an interview with Vanity Fair one year after the first interview where she speaks about, you know, how she's grown as an artist and as a person. And, uh, well, I mean, apart from, you know, the video being very emotional and her discussing, you know, a lot of issues, um, both in, like, in the music world and everything, she actually mentioned something that got the fans just uh, quaking, honestly. Everyone's... I, I would say that everyone is somehow excited about this, that that's yeah. a fan of her music. So the big news here is that she has confirmed that she has 60 new songs in the works. This is big news. 16 songs, that's album. That's like album-sized yes. songs. We're, we're we can definitely expect another uh, uh, Billy Al Eilish album coming in 2021. Definitely. And, you know, as as bad guy and everything, as like when we all fall asleep has started to lose its, lose its traction as other good albums and songs have come out in 2020, um, I'd say definitely I feel like it's time for a new Billie Eilish album. Um, I mean, she's released some banger songs this year. For example, we discussed um, "Therefore, Therefore I, am. I Am." Exactly, uh, and also like previously this year, uh, "My Future" came out with with a really nice music video. Um, no I would time say that to die as well. Yes, and um, as I predicted. Uh, well, not as I predicted because we don't know yet, but I think that Therefore I Am is kind of a start uh, to this next piece of news. You know, um, I think Therefore I Am will somehow tie into this new era of Billy in her album. Yeah, I cannot wait. I like how Billy said that she'll be doing this interview until she's nine, 90 or something. 90 or something. <laughs> yeah. And I and I really like that about artists, you know, how how they like they're so passionate about the industry that they're in that uh, they can just keep on going till they're like ninety, you know. Yeah. It would be it would be amazing to see like Ariana Grande or like Lady Gaga as they turn like seventy or something. They they're like still touring the world <laughs> and releasing top charting songs and everything. Yeah, it's it's kind of uh, uh, like funny to fun to imagine uh, how. Uh, like the uh, the contemporary artists, how they would look and act when they're like in the sixties, in their sixties or seventies, like mm. if they're still active or, yeah, it'll be a really interesting. Mm. All right, so uh, moving on from the interview, we'll be seeing Billy next year, hopefully. Uh, mm -hmm. 
hail uh, so the the uh, the past week has been a constantly like uh, uh, evidence that and hints that Haley Steinfeld uh, she she, she uh, a couple of like half a year ago or so uh, she she had been rumored to be playing in the role as Kate Bishop Bishop uh, which uh, occurs in the new Hawkeye the Marvel new Disney Plus Marvel uh, Hawkeye series uh, so uh, there have been co- tons of rumors about her maybe portraying the character she denied it but that's just a normal way if a char- <laughs> if, if an act no, no, then. <laughs> if an actor gets uh, a cast they, they are almost obliged to deny any uh, uh, rumors so uh, they they I believe I believe as you sign a non-disclosure agreement you have to say that you can either confirm or deny the claims yeah but uh, so so this uh, last week we I've seen set photos of Haley Seinfeld in uh, in her new costume, and uh, oh. and uh, uh, Disney also had their annual Investors Day presentation, where Marvel had a big uh, uh, segment in which Kevin Feige finally confirmed, after tons of speculation, that Haley Seinfeld is playing Keith Bishop in the Hawkeye series. Oh, so that that is awesome. And it's set scheduled to come out around this time next year because there are set photos of like Christmas in New York and her getting tangled up in like Christmas lighting and stuff. So that'll be really interesting to see Haley Seinfeld because she was personally my fan cast for the character. But but I I, I first I, after she first denied it, I, I was a bit skeptical or or, or a bit doubtful because maybe some scheduling conflicts with her Dickinson uh, Apple Apple. TV Plus Dickinson season two sh- uh, show series, but but no, she's finally confirmed. So that mm-hmm. that is really exciting. Can't wait mm-hmm. to see her perform because she uh, she also did uh, some voice acting in the Spider Verse movie, the animated one with uh, as yeah as Gwen Stacy. And, she was Gwen. Yeah, and she was also in the Bumblebee movie. So I think she's oh, gonna do fun. she's gonna do great. Can't wait. Excited for Haley. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Um, are you finished? Yeah. All right. All right. So next up, um, Holly Humberstone. So uh, her song, uh, Vanilla, uh, just started playing on BBC Radio 1 uh, in Bryn, uh, her, home, her home country. And, uh, well, I mean, I don't really have that much to say. Um Except that this is like good pieces of news for us because this means that she's gonna gain more traction, more listeners. Um, my personal pick for a radio song would probably not have been Vanilla. I mean, even though it's a good song, I would probably say that Overkill. I, I if I could choose, I would ha- rather have Overkill on the radio. It would be more fun to have falling asleep at the wheel because it's playing on a car. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I I would say I would say a lot of uh, a lot of British people would fall asleep at the wheel. Then yeah, that wouldn't be so good. But yeah, it's so fun to see uh, artists uh, uh, succeed and get, yeah, gain traction. So let fingers crossed that Holly will get even more traction. Maybe be, I mean I, I don't know if I want her to become very uh, as mainstream as Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber because I f- I feel like as she is right now she's quite awesome and i really don't want her mm. awesomeness to fade due to fame 
definitely but i mean she's still pretty she's like definitely still like fresh off the pot i guess you can say she's still very new i mean after all she only has one ep yeah uh mm. I, I, i'm i can't wait until her next uh ep or just uh her next song come and run all right you want to take this next piece of news alvin uh, uh sure so uh tate mcrae she's back again in our show has ended mm-hmm. up on <laughs> On Forbes, uh, 30 under 30. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, does that mean that artists under f- the age of 30? Um, it means uh, 30 successful people that are under 30 years old. Ah, all right. So that is really exciting. That sh- uh, so uh, is Billy also on the list? Um, I believe I believe either she she might be on this year's list, but I think she made it onto last year's list as well. I can't remember though, but I believe I believe she, Billy has been on thirty under thirty before, but I don't know. But I can't remember if she's no. on um, on this year's list. No. But either way, it's that's awesome uh, for Tate to make it on Forbes, Forbes, and let's hope she mm. can. She might make it next year as well we'll see mm. all right mm. you could thank the ne- next one all right so the next piece of news um this came uh, this came very very like gently i guess or very suddenly uh sub- suddenly that's what i meant to say sorry um and that is that phineas confirms an album is coming out in 2021 now the big mystery no there are two there are two things with this is that one what the heck number two whose album is it because as everyone knows with phineas is that her sister is billy eilish so um to me I've been like sitting stuck and just trying to think like which album they're talking about. Honestly, it might just be two albums coming out. Um, but I have a strong feeling that Phineas also has an album coming out because he's talked about it a lot, especially since he had his uh, EP. Um, what was it called now again? It was called... Um, Mm, oh, trying to think here blood harmony that's what it was called he dropped an ep called blood harmony which was a nice uh, it was a really nice piece of work of his and it definitely definitely made me excited for what's to come and i i'm glad he's dropping an album like this yeah it would be so it would be so awesome if both phineas and billy dropped one album each the same year Hmm. All right, so moving on to some uh, uh, food-related news. Uh, Lady Gaga has <laughs> has announced a Chromatica, Chromatica Oreo uh, coming on mm-hmm. December 15th. And uh, she, so she's teamed up with Oreo to create a, a Sing It With Oreo initiative. It currently has a website, but it won't open until December 15th. So that's really exciting to see what that's about. Mm, definitely. Uh, so... I wonder what the flavor is going to be of the uh, Chromatica Oreo. Um, um, I read somewhere on Twitter that it's uh, 
that it's a golden Oreo with uh, food flavoring, <laughs> pretty much. But I mean, I don't know if you've seen uh, if you've seen the actual Oreo cookies, but I think they are so cool. I they're not gonna come to our country, uh, unfortunately. They're just gonna come as normal like black and white Oreos uh, with a rebranded packaging. But in the U.S. at least, and I think Canada. They're going to come in, you know, a pink and green color, which is in theme with Chromatica's uh, color palette. But there are like four different types of uh, forms on the Oreos. One of them is like a big, like a big Oreo font where it just says Chromatica. And then the other is the album cover. (laughs) That's also pretty cool. And there's like a couple of others in there that reference... uh, like music videos and stuff like that from Chromatica. Um, I'd have to say though that um, uh, it feels like Lady Gaga hasn't done much with Chromatica. It feels like she kind of dropped the album and then just left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she just like, okay, here you go. You can you can stop you can stop asking for it now. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, uh, so uh, moving uh, on to another artist who who's interesting and has. Uh, begun to cash in on the cookie business is Mariah Carey. So she's launched an entire cookie lineup called Mariah's Cookies, and also has <laughs> some. Um, uh, so the flavors are chocolate chunk, triple chocolate chunk, health bar, heath bar, lemon cooler, spiced oatmeal raisin. Wait, uh, and she also released some exclusive festive uh, limited edition festive flavors called uh, white chocolate cranberry pumpkin and gingerbread so that that mm-hmm. is also interesting I, it's yeah kind of funny I, how- I, I also want to say um in our notes um um it said heath bar but i read it very quickly as health bar and i was like wait what's so healthy about a cookie <laughs> i also almost uh, read it as a health bar <laughs> Yeah, I heard you almost slip up there. Yeah, so that's interesting that both these two big artists are, uh, uh, like, uh, are exploring the cookie business. So let's see. I, I don't know if uh, the Mariah's cookies are officially on uh, store in stores yet, or if it's just a concept. But yeah, I wonder if they'll be successful. Hmm. I can I can guarantee you this though they're probably not coming to Europe. Nah, definitely not. Mm. Right. So, um, staying in light with uh, Maria Carey, um, if you followed her on Instagram, you probably know this already. But for those of you who don't, um, she has launched an Apple TV Plus holiday show that features Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson, as we talked about uh, previously in the introduction of uh, this podcast with, you know, Oh Santa, their song. Um, I haven't seen the show, but I mean, I think this is, you know, yet one of those promotional things by Apple. Um, You know, I mean, I don't know that many people who have Apple TV Plus, except, you know, those people who bought like a new Apple product, you got like you got Apple TV Plus for like a year for free, I believe, or something like that. Yeah. But if you still if you still have that promotion, uh, or if you actually are one of the like dozen people who pay for Apple TV <laughs> Plus, um, I'd say that you know go watch this show. Um, yeah. 
yeah, uh, we could go into a deep, uh, like a whole entire conversation about Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus, but let, let's uh, mm-hmm. uh, table that discussion and move yes. on to uh, Travis. Y'all remember the Fortnite Travis Scott uh, event? Mm-hmm. Uh, that mm-hmm. concert is uh, has been estimated to have uh, uh, earned uh, Epic Games probably around twenty million dollars. That's so, amazing. So that is really wow. interesting. <laughs> how how mm. a virtual concert can get like earn make so much money. So that may be yeah. the next era of uh, concerts are <laughs> in game concerts like. Uh, Lil Nas X had his Roblox concert as well. Where he, uh, where he had one? Yes, and Marshmallow also had a Fortnite one, so that's really interesting, this new oh, way of having concerts and promoting artists and music. Mm, definitely. Um, I think uh, Fortnite said that Anderson Park would be the next artist uh, that would like have a gigantic Fortnite concert. Um, I can't... I don't... I don't know if he's had his concert now, though, or not, but I don't know, man. Uh, I think the Travis Scott Fortnite uh, concert was pretty epic, though. It was very, very cool. Yeah. All right. Mm. All right. So next up, um, this should have honestly been in in release radar, considering that it's already come out, but... Um, Jack Harlow has released his uh, album, That's What They All Say. Um, and uh, I've given this album a brief listen. And um, oh boy, I mean, it's um, yeah, definitely go listen to it. It has some epic features like Lil Babies on that on that uh, record. And I mean, it's it's pure amazing, honestly. All right. Yes. So, uh, so next up is a couple of other award shows, uh, a, a couple of award show results, but very brief this time. So uh, Energy uh, Music Awards was hosted, and uh, some of the big results were that Dua Lipa won the International Female Artist of the Year, and the Weekend Yay. won. Yeah. And the Weekend won the Best International Male Artist yeah. of the Year. Yeah. So that's kind of like a, a, a dream come true for us. If yes, you... also dream country for the weekend. Woo-hoo. He at least has one award. <laughs> and also, as if that wasn't enough, Dua Lipa also uh, uh, won in her Best International Artist and Album of the Year at the Los Cuarenta Spain Awards. And mm. uh, this happened the exact same day as the Energy Music Awards, so she just got awards coming both uh, like from right, left and yeah. right, and they just threw awards <laughs> at her. Yeah, and she also performed at both uh, shows uh, with uh, the m- uh, combo of levitate, the medley of levitating and physical on both awards at the same day. Plus, had a perform fever performance with Angel on Energy Music Awards. So that's amazing. She perfor- she wins. Two show uh, awards from two sh- uh, shows at the same day and performs at both places, but one was probably pre-recorded. But still, she's on a roll. Yeah, exactly. I can't. I can't imagine how she feels right now. She had like seven Grammy nominations, I believe, and now all these uh, awards. I mean, it definitely has to feel good to be Dua Lipa, like yeah. dropping one hell of an album in 2020 and just like 
getting all the praise that you deserve for it as yes, well. Definitely, she's worth every single bit. Mm. All right. So next up is, uh, as you all know, Rita Ora. You're probably familiar with her. Her music mm-hmm. was apparently banned on a radio show due to her uh, breaking COVID restrictions during her 30th birthday. So happy birthday, Rita Ora! You get a fine of ten thousand pounds. <laughs> yes, um, that's quite the Christmas surprise. Honestly, whatever happened to Rita Ora? I mean. She dropped the. Uh, what did she drop this year? She didn't oh God, drop I, anything. Yeah, she dropped. I mean, I, she dropped. Oh God, uh, her songs are so uh, similar, so they're kind of forgettable. But I know she dropped something this year. Uh, yeah, I oh think God. she. I. I. I mean, if I believe correctly, she dropped like a single this year. But honestly, I feel like. I mean, uh, she hasn't got a lot. She hasn't got a lot of uh, light shed on herself in a long time, at least. Oh yeah, it was called "How to Be Lonely." Okay, yeah, that's the one. But yeah, she uh, she hasn't really done a lot. She hasn't released an album since 2018. So yeah, I don't know. She might be on a decline. She did, however, mm-hmm. make a really good uh, collab with Tiesto last year called Ritual. This was quite mm-hmm. nice, an EDM song. But I mean, nothing extraordinary. Exactly. Or, nothing so, that, you know, no. broke the charts. No, definitely not. And next up, as you all know, Cindy Lauper the good old uh, classic artist from the 80s has announced her 10th annual home for the holidays charity concerts concert and among the artists that will uh, co-star with her are billy eilish taylor swift and Cher. so that's fun mm. it'll be a, a nice like christmas treat maybe taylor performing some of her new evermore songs mm. and share yeah. <laughs> Um, right, I mean, I can go ahead and take these next pieces of news, uh, and that uh, this comes as a bit of a surprise. This is huge news, big news. Yes, um, that Paramount Plus has requested a remake of iCarly. With, with, with most of the original nah. cast, like Miranda Cosgrove. Nah, nah. I, know, yeah, I know that uh, uh, the... Girl who plays Sam is not supposed to come back, but the guys from the show are supposed to return as well. Yeah, so, I, I mean, as far as far as far as I'm aware, I believe pre- pretty much everyone from the original has been recasted, and I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of you know scary. I would say to see other faces that you are not used to in the original iCarly, but oh, I, I definitely want to see. I definitely want to see this kind of modern twist on uh, on iCarly. And this also means one thing. You know what it means, Alvin? What? New new Miranda Cosgrove music. Woo, that's, it's like that's it's like been the first time for like what is it like 7 years now maybe? It's about that mm. time. Mm. All right, so that's definitely exciting. I wonder mm-hmm. if they'll execute it well. Yes. Um, so let's uh, let's move on to the next pieces of news, and this is the last piece of news actually. But we'll go over this a little quickly since this has already come out. Uh, I believe. No, wait, no, it's not. It's not December fifteenth yet. Um, uh, time passes so quickly, you know. Yes. But um, Ariana Grande is gonna set uh, is set to release a Netflix movie of. Um, behind the scenes of her Sweetener tour, um, is gonna be released, like I said, on November uh, on December fifteenth. 
So, I mean, go check that out. Um, you know, it feels like Netflix is on our roll with, uh, you know, communicating with artists to introduce, uh, you know, these kind of documentaries or whatever right. about um, their tour life and all that stuff. Yeah. It's a growing concept of uh, movies, tour movies. Exactly. Um, I mean, Sean Mendes is one of them. He had like, um, he had uh, one of his tours uh, had some light shed on it uh, by Netflix a couple of like uh, days ago, I believe. Uh, by the by the time uh, by the time Wonder dropped, I believe. Right. Yeah. Right. So that. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think this is a growing segment, definitely. All right, so folks, that that's all we have for you today. I uh, thank you, Bobin, for joining us. Oh, thank do you. you have, do you have do you have anything any new projects you're working on? Well, there's that song we're making. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the Bobin Weir's content. I don't know if we're making that. No, nah, do, uh, not not in a while. Uh, but uh, but uh, to. Uh, uh, to all of us, from all of us to all of you, uh, Merry Merry Christmas to all of you. Oh, Happy holidays. Yes. And we'll, yes. we'll see you by new, uh, on new after Christmas to wrap up the year as a whole. Yes, which is going to be fun. Definitely. Definitely. I cannot wait already. Alright, so guys, have a Merry Christmas and we'll see you another time. Goodbye. Yes, goodbye.